This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, March 9th, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. Elections in El Salvador next week will carry with them high stakes. Voters may elect a government with great admiration for the policies of Hugo Chavez that would turn El Salvador away from market-based reforms. Juan Carlos Hidalgo is project coordinator for Latin America at the Cato Institute's Center for Global Liberty and Prosperity. Since the end of the of the civil war in El Salvador in 1992, a very bloody civil war uh, between the government and Marxist guerrillas uh, that costed the life of 70,000 Salvadorans, El Salvador has been very has uh, been very successful in his in his adoption of democracy. And, and in, in, in terms of stability, um, since 1990, uh, the, go- the, party, the country has been governed by, uh, by a party, ARENA, a right-wing party, that has implemented a very comprehensive set of free market reforms, perhaps the most uh, liberalizing reforms uh, in Latin America after Chile. They privatized Social Security, they reprivatized the financial sector that had been nationalized during the war. Uh, they liberalized uh, key sectors of the economy, like uh, telecommunications, uh, uh, fuel, uh, energy. They adopted the U.S. dollar as the official currency, and they also liberalized trade. And uh, one of the main uh, prizes of the trade agenda has been CAFTA, which actually turned three years old in Salvador this, this month. Uh, so the country has, since, since the end of the Civil War, thanks to these market reforms, experienced uh, very dramatic improvements in social indicators. Uh, poverty went down from 60% in 1991 to 34% in, in 2007. People uh, with access to drinking water has been ha- uh, I mean, without access to drinking water has been halved. Uh, enrollment rates in schools have increased uh, dramatically. Uh, so the country has, has been uh, quite a, a success story of market reforms in a, in a troubled area like Central America. The party that is leading the polls has not renounced its Marxist ties and has spoken openly about trying to emulate what's going on in Venezuela, a country that has unprivatized its telecommunications, unprivatized energy and uh, certainly oil, but the indicators in Venezuela are going the opposite direction. How does that party maintain credibility or with all the indicators are going the wrong direction in Venezuela? Uh, yes, the, the, the party leading in the polls right now is the left-wing FMLN, uh, who used to be the, the, the guerrilla back in the Civil War, and they, they renounced their, their, their armed struggle and... and turning to politics, and, and now they're leading in the polls. They nominated a, a moderate figure, figure, Mauricio Funes, as their presidential candidate, so that has softened their, their Marxist uh, looks. However, high-ranking figures uh, within the party, including the vice presidential candidate and, and, and the chairman of the party, still talk about uh, dismantling the market reforms, uh, about uh, withdrawing El Salvador from CAFTA, about uh, getting rid of the U.S. dollar as a currency and emulating Chavez's uh, Bolivarian socialist revolution uh, in, in Venezuela. Why they are leading in the polls? Because this, despite despite the improvements in El Salvador and the successes of the free market agenda, well, there are there are several reasons. 
One of them is that the Arena Party, the right-wing party in power, they lost their reformist drive during the current administration of President Antonio Saca. Uh, so that has uh, diminished the, 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 the possible positive uh, effects of, of, the, of the free market reforms. But perhaps the, the, perhaps the most uh, dramatic uh, reason why, why ARENA has support has eroded is that it's crime. Crime is a big issue in El Salvador. Currently, the, the murder rate is, was 60 murders per 100,000 people, which is the highest in the world, making El Salvador the, the most violent country in the world. So, well, you can have uh, high standards of living when you get killed and when your family is under constant threat in the streets. Uh, juvenile gangs are the main reason behind this, this, this crime. 60% uh, of crimes are committed by, by these uh, youth gangs. And ARENA has failed so far to, to tackle uh, violence. And that's created a lot of discontent between, between the population. So I think that that's the main reason why uh, ARENA support has eroded. And, and for normal reasons too, if you're a party that's been in government for almost 20 years, that also creates some, some erosion in your support. Also, 30% of Salvadorians' uh, voting population are under 30. A third of the population are under 30. Uh, so that means that many, many young voters don't remember Salvador as it was back in the early 1990s. And I was in El Salvador uh, last year in February, and I remember talking to a friend of mine there, and he said, like, yes, like, you know, young people have uh, trouble paying for, for their cell phone bills, have trouble paying for gas bills, have trouble paying for tuition in colleges. But what they don't remember is that 20 years ago, 15 years ago, uh, they didn't have cars, their parents didn't have cars, their parents didn't have any cell, cell phones, uh, and, they pro and their parents live in shanty towns. So that also has, has an impact on, on polls uh, right now. These free market reforms have not come by the hand of an authoritarian regime, which is strikingly different from the Chilean experience, um, those people leading in the polls uh, are pledging an authoritarian regime, are they not? Well, they, they've been very subtle in their language, even though they, they, they talk about emulating uh, the, the socialist revolution in Venezuela, they haven't been explicit about dismantling democratic institutions in El Salvador, but we just have to look at the, at the uh, the guy they're trying to emulate, Hugo Chavez, and what he's done in Venezuela to, to figure out what's going on here. But you touch a very important point. Uh, unlike Chile, which has a, a big original sin, which is that the market reforms were implemented by authoritarian government, uh, General uh, Augusto Pinochet's uh, government, uh, in Salvador, it was democratic governments that implemented the reforms. And also another striking uh, characteristic of the Salvadorian reforms is that uh, no corruption charges, no corruption uh, accusations have come up of the, all the privatizations and all of the, of the opening up of the market. So that's also a very important feature of, of, the, of, these, of the reforms that brings legitimacy to, to, what, to the last, what, what El Salvador has implemented in the last 15 years. 
Juan Carlos Hidalgo is project coordinator for Latin America at the Cato Institute's Center for Global Liberty and Prosperity. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.